Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is your boy, Logan, and today I am going to tell you guys what I thought about the uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. This is going to be a very short podcast. As you guys know, I like to do bite-sized podcasts that literally range anywhere from, like, a few minutes to uh, 15 minutes, but sometimes we have those longer podcasts, this will be a very short one, so basically, a few days ago, the Venom Letter, uh, Be Carnage trailer dropped, the last trailer for the movie, and this trailer really did a lot of things, it set up what is going to happen in this movie, and it set the scene, right, of what's going down, so obviously, you have Venom fighting Carnage, and Carnage, I just gotta say, looks amazing, like, the CGI in this movie clearly has improved from the previous one, and the lighting as well, for those of you that watched the first Venom movie, the lighting in that movie was pretty bad, you couldn't really see Venom, you couldn't really see Riot, because of how dark it was, so it's really nice to see that they did, um, They did change the lighting and make that better, so I'm very happy about that. Great job to the um, editing teams, but yeah, so I'm very happy uh, about this trailer. I mean, we get some, you know, seeing the Eddie Brock works for the Daily Bugle, at least for the West Coast version of them. Um, Annie is still with her um, doctor husband. I forgot who, what his name was. I think it was Dan. Um, And then, of course... Um, you know, we see that Eddie and Venom are kind of arguing with each other and having some tension, and of course we get to see Cletus Cassidy get the Venom sim- or the, uh, Carnage symbiote by biting into Eddie Brock, which I guess is gonna transfer a piece of the Venom symbiote into him, which then will create Carnage, um... And the funny thing is, in the comics, obviously, Venna or Carnage's origin story is different. Uh, Eddie Brock and Cletus Cassidy are uh, cellmates, and Venom ends up uh, attaching himself to Eddie Brock, breaking him out of prison, and it leaves back um, a piece of goo, which is like its seed essentially, because they're asexual, the uh, symbiotes are. And it gets into a cut that Cletus Cassidy has on his hands. And goes into his bloodstream, which obviously makes Carnage red. Um, But yeah, so I gotta say, Carnage in this looks amazing. Like, I I don't really have much to say about Venom. He looked great in the last movie. um, And he looks great in this movie. Not much to say about Venom at all. Um, it definitely looks like, like I said, Eddie Brock, Venom, they're gonna have a, you know, great relationship like they did prior, and also great struggles with each other, they're gonna be, obviously, having an internal conflict, which is also great, um, and we also get to see the fact that, um, you know, Woody Harrelson and Carnage are very, very scary and can form a lot of weapons, um, and I was very concerned about this movie when it came to the PG-13 rating, because as people know that are Carnage fans from the comics, Carnage is a very brutal character. He will chop people up, eat people, like, he is darker than Venom could ever hope to be. So, they did show a scene in the trailer where literally Carnage, like, stuck his tongue down someone's throat and killed them, and while it wasn't a rated R, like, really bloody and gory thing, it it's disturbing, and that's, like, the best PG-13, like, death you could get off somebody, so if Carnage obviously kills people (laughs) without making it too gory, but it looks disgusting, you know, they can get away with that PG-13 rating, so if Carnage gets more kills like that, it's obviously gonna show how, you know, um, 
comic book accurate the character is. Because, like I said, you can't have Carnage without him murdering a bunch of people in, like, very, you know, brutal ways. So, when it comes to Carnage, I'm glad that they aren't shying away from his brutal kills. And they're going as far as they can with the PG-13 rating. Which I'm happy about, because, like I said, you can't do Carnage without Carnage killing a fuck ton of people. Um, Woody Harrelson, it plays Cletus Cassidy well. Woody Harrelson can play anything that he literally is assigned to play. He, he's just a very versatile actor, and I really like his chemistry with Eddie Brock so far. Also nice to see that he doesn't have a ridiculous looking wig on. That's also another nice thing to see. Um, we also get to see, um, Screech in, I, be I believe that's her name, Screech, right? Or Scream, or... I don't know, fucking, anyways, point is, she pretty much has, like, these, she can manipulate, um, sound in a way that it can be used as, like, a destructive force, um, she's gonna be working with Cletus Cassidy in this movie, to what extent, I have no idea, um, but we know what's gonna happen, so, that's in the movie. Um, I am interested to see how they connect this to the greater MCU. Rather, this is the main timeline, canon, or the multiverse somehow. Because I still personally believe that Venom and Morbius are in the canon MCU. Like the sacred timeline MCU. <laughs> because I don't believe in my mind that you are going to dissociate Venom from the MCU. You just can't. Like I said, the, the fact that, you know, if they have Avengers referenced in there, and if Tom Holland is the main Spider-Man, or like I said, we have uh, Michael Keaton's Vulture in Morbius, like, all these movies, I feel like are in the MCU. Sony said that they weren't, but I feel like that that's like a, a gaslight where they're telling us that it isn't, but it probably is, because you gotta think about this, right? Sony cannot come out and just be like, yeah, we're connected to the MCU. That would be something more that Kevin Feige would have to announce um, or they can jointly announce it but I think that what they're doing is is they're going to play up that mystery of if this is MCU connected like on the sacred timeline or not and we already know that Tom Holland Spider-Man is going to fight Venom we just don't know if that is going to be in the sacred timeline or if that's going to be a variant of Peter Parker in the Venom universe I don't know. Personally, I hope it's connected to the MCU. But if it's not, then it's not. And I know what people are going to say. Why didn't Ant-Man talk about Venom? Well, Shang-Chi takes place in San Francisco. And I highly doubt, well, at least a, a part of it does. And I highly doubt that they're going to touch upon Ant-Man and what happened in Ant-Man and Shang-Chi when they're in San Francisco. They might, but I, I highly doubt they're going to. you got to understand that Venom isn't a character... <laughs> In which, in the, in the broader scope of the MCU, Venom is not a character on the Avengers radar, right? You have a single symbiote attached to a person that has been seen by very few people. This isn't something that the Avengers are aware of, because like I said, when you're dealing with Thanos and like, snap, you know, the Infinity Stones, Venom in comparison is not really something they're going to worry about too much, right? So, like I said, Venom 
is in one of those situations, kind of like the TV Netflix shows from Marvel, where they'll probably mention the MCU, but the MCU won't mention them. The only way in the MCU that Venom will probably get mentioned is through Spider-Man, in my honest opinion. But, ladies and gentlemen, that is all I have to say about the trailer and just kind of talk about Venom in general. Um, I hope you all enjoyed. I, I just kind of went into talking more about Venom and, like, you know, what I think is going to happen and what I personally b- believe because... I didn't want to make this podcast too, too short for you guys. So I at least wanted to give you guys about 10 minutes of, you know, stuff. But thank you very much for listening. Hope you all enjoyed. And I'll catch you all in the next one.